Harvest Moon Chat presents The Raven, written by Edgar Allan Poe, narrated by Sean Owens. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as if someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor," I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. <sighs> Distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying amber brought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from the book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden who the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore, and the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still my beating heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, "'some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. "'This it is, and nothing more.'" Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating no longer. "'Sir,' I said, or madam, "'truly your forgiveness I implore, but the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, Dreaming dreams no mortal has ever dared to dream before. But the silence wasn't broken, and the stillness gave no token. And the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soap within me burning, Soon again I heard a tapping, something louder than before. Surely, I said, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then what thereat it is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the continents it bore, 
Though thy crest is shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven. Ghostly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's plutonium shore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly. Though its answer a little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help but agreeing that no living being ever yet was blessed with seeing a bird above his chamber door. Bird of beast upon the sculpted bust above his chamber door, with such a name as Nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on that pallid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the silence broken, by replies so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast, and followed faster till his songs one burden bore till the dredges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, nevermore. But the raven, still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking fantasy into fantasy, Thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghostly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant by croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining. With my head at ease, reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamp light gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining with the lamp light gloating o'er, she shall press uh, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, perfumed by an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the turfed floor. Wretch, I cried. Thy God hath lent thee, and by the angels he hath sent thee respite, respite and nepeth from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind nepeth, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether temptest tossed thee here ashore, desolate, yet all undaunting, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, 
is there? Is there a palm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by the heavens that bend above us, by the God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden, it shall clasp the sainted maiden, whom the angels named Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden, who the angels named Lenore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word or sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked up starting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonium shore. Leave no black palm as a token of that lie thy soul has spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quote the raven nevermore and the raven never flitting still is sitting still is sitting on the pallet bust of palace just above my chamber door and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor and my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Thank you all so much for playing along. If you enjoyed this narration, please like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. If you have any narrations you would like me to do, please let me know in the comments. Also, let's have a little fun. Do you think the raven was actually there? Or was it all in this man's head? Again, let me know in the comments. And remember this. If you hear a sound in the middle of the night, don't go investigating.